Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Greg, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. I heard that. I heard that chuckle. You almost, you almost lost it again. It wasn't to the Shazam. It was to me starting before your cue to sync up our audio. Yeah. that's what made me chuckle. I was like, oh, I almost messed it up. Um, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> if you guys, like I said, are new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Uh, this is Josh and I's, uh, uh, Josh and I, Josh and me, whatever. Uh, this is our, uh, offbeat show where we just kind of discuss what we want to. We, we just kind of shoot the shit for an hour ish. And, um, our normal show though is, uh, we watch two shows on an internet streaming platform. Uh, like, uh, on Hulu. We never really? watch on Hulu. No, uh, Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, uh, YouTube Premium. Uh, it's a good time, but, uh, but right now what Josh and I are going to do is just, uh, talk about whatever we want. I wanted to actually, um, I, I don't remember telling you this story, Josh, I might have, but I think our audience will find it funny. So I have a very weak stomach. Yes. This uh, I'm very, very aware of. Yes. I, there have been moments where Josh and I are shooting this shit beforehand and like, this is when he's just getting over a cold and he hacks up some gnarly phlegm and the sounds coming through on my on my end <laughs> are so gross uh, i just start like gagging hardcore uh uh hear him he's going uh, 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 he's like i'm gonna be sick uh, uh, what about that time and i know this is this is gross but i have i don't know what it is but Anytime early in the day, if I eat within the first hour, I always get sick. And sometimes I will get choked. And if that happens, there's something in my sinus cavities. If I don't blow my nose within like 20 seconds of getting choked, I vomit every time. Uh, Greg and I had, I think we had just started recording. And we had to scrap it and start over because it happened, and I couldn't get oh, those the sounds quickly oh my God. enough. I forgot about those noises. I remember. Uh, those. Yeah, I couldn't get to a tissue quickly enough, and I just started yakking. It's just. I think I threw my headphones off as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> I felt terrible for him hearing that. Um. There was, uh, I, I came back after, you know, cleaning, getting cleaned up and all that. And I was like, uh, sorry about that, man. And you're like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I did record a video that is very much in comedic re- uh, attempt my gag reflex. My, like, my, oh. me getting sick to my stomach. That was during um, Dark Crystal. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like I. I believe in truth and comedy. That's that right there. One hundred percent. 
Um, it does not take much for me. I knew that that was fake, and I knew that it was just slime, like like man-made slime. But it was uh, if I saw that in real life, I'd start gagging. No joke. Um, so that being said, uh, now that we're getting into the gross stuff, uh, the um. As as I've said before, I DoorDash and yada, yada, yada. And uh, we had just, this was like last week sometime, I don't remember what day, but we had just started our shift again and we got this um, order for a place called Deli Delicious that's right next to a dentist's office. And uh, as I'm getting out of the car, I hear... I'm like, what the fuck? And it completely, it completely like caught me off guard, right? And I look over to where the sound is and I see this dude just hurling into a fucking plastic bag and like part of it missed. I'm kind of getting a little sick talking about it. Um, So you get that nice splash of like stomach acid. This is. Masticated I made a mistake, guys. I made a mistake. I uh, shouldn't have started talking about this. It, it just, it just that splash can of you, bodily you fluids not? on pavement. Can you not? I'm trying to tell the story without getting sick. It's so funny, dude. Um, so I, I immediately, like, I see this, and I immediately lean my head into the car, and I look at my dad, and I was like, well, I can't go anywhere for a minute. And he was like, why? And I was like, because a guy just came out of the dentist place puking into a bag, and he, my dad just starts, like, his head turning around as fast as humanly possible, like, where, where, where? And I go, right behind you, and he goes, where behind me? I was like, behind you! Like, literally turn around! So he does, and he was like, oh, he's not puking anymore, and I was like, you wanted to see that? So, uh, I see him start to, I see, I see the guy start to walk away from the dentist's office. And, uh, I was like, okay, now's my opportunity. So I'm just like, concentrate, Greg, fucking tunnel vision into the, into the deli, just tunnel vision into the deli. As I'm walking, like I'm halfway there. I am beyond the point of no return. I hear him Ralph into the bag again, (laughs) like twice before I get inside. I'm just like, if I was coming over here to eat, uh, my appetite would be gone. So Dude. I get I get outside I get outside and of course he's like he's either gone he went back inside I don't know but here's the thing he was wearing scrubs and okay Den- dentist and dental assistants probably have to yak too maybe you know did you ever see that episode of Ren and Stimpy where Ren had that bad tooth and they went inside of his mouth and drew all that shit super detailed close up like. Gross pus infested. No, I get that. And- I get okay. that. So, 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 my thought process is this: Why did he have to step outside? What, what, for what reason did he have to step outside with a bag instead of going into the closest bathroom? Maybe he walked into the bathroom to get sick, and somebody had, you know, left. Uh, I think somebody else went into the bathroom first and was sick. Maybe he only had one choice. Yeah, maybe somebody was taking a shit. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, but I, I just Jesus Christ, man! Like, I know that dentists have to see some really nasty, gnarly shit. This guy didn't seem like a dentist, by the way. He seemed like a an <laughs> could assistant have been a dental like assistant. You yeah, know. that's what I'm thinking. 
You know, and I feel bad for dental assistants because apparently they get puked on a lot. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. That's not terribly surprising to me. I, I have, like, again, it's not just a bad gag reflex in terms of, like, sound and sight and all that jazz. Like, you stick anything in my mouth for more than, like, five seconds that's not food and I'm immediately gagging. I have to specify well, the not food part because people are like, then how are you fat? <laughs> um, I think they could figure it out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised how many people I tell, like, I tell stories to that I'm like, because I told you, like, the whole thing with, like, <laughs> my brother puked on me. Um. Oh, man. Um. Well, I had some major dental work done this summer. Uh, and I had to go to the dentist and I hadn't had anything to eat all that day, but they had to like take a mold and to take this mold of my mouth, they have these metal plates that are very cold and, you know, just the tastes like fucking metal, you know, um, and they slather this gel in it and you have to hold it in place for like 10 minutes if possible okay and they they really just lay this shit in there and they shoved the they put the bottom one in and then they put the top one in and you know the bottom one was fine no problem, right? Then they put the top one in, and all of a sudden I'm gagging because I mean they've caked this shit up. It's like caulk almost. <laughs> that, and and I'm just like, oh, Josh had caulk like, in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, it was pink too. <laughs> all right, um, well, well, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, I was trying to hold it and trying to hold it and trying to hold it and. You know, the dental assistant, she's like, okay, I think that's long enough. She's like, not bad. I was like, you didn't tell me how bad that second part was going to suck after that first part was so easy. Shame on you. And she's like, I'm sorry. I guess I should have told you. I was like, yeah. She's like, hey, most people just puke on me. I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. Well, it turns out the mold wasn't good, and they had to retake the mold. And guess what? I did. Get a little uh, stomach acid up. It was just nothing but stomach acid. And I was like, Ugh. and I felt terrible because she was standing right there and her hand was in the way because she was helping hold it in place. And I felt awful about it. I was like, I'm so, so sorry. She's like, it happens. I was like, at least I haven't eaten anything since last night. She's like, thank you. <laughs> um. But yeah, man, since we're talking about puke, I've got a funny story. All right. That doesn't involve like literal puke, but just, I'm I'm going to assume you may have had this, I'm going to assume your reaction would be to puke at this. This was back in my sophomore year of high school, so this would have been 1992. Uh... I was in my third year of Spanish, and my Spanish class was immediately after lunch. And we had a major test that day, and all of us were dreading it, and several of us were not ready for it. And a buddy of mine, 
He was just like, I do not want to take this fucking test today. I was like, dude, I guarantee you we won't take this test today if you give me, if we were having vegetable beef soup. I was like, give me that bowl of soup that you're not eating. He's like, what are you going to do with it? I was like, watch. So he hands it to me. I run down to my locker right fast and I get out this little vinyl bag. You know, I would, you ever seen like a dice bag for people who play D&D? Yeah. All right. It's kind of like a dice bag, but, you know, I just kept various shit in it. You know, nothing nothing illicit or anything. It's just a cool little little pouch that I had that I kept in my locker because I was a fucking dork. Uh, went back, poured that bowl of soup in it. So here's this hot, steamy soup now in this bag. And it was... You know, it was probably November, December, that time of year, somewhere in there, or else January, February. I know it was wintertime and cold and the heat was on, Um, but we went to a really old school, so they had, you know, shitty radiator heaters, so it was blazing hot on one side of the room and cold as fuck on the other side of the room because the heat just stopped, Um, and I sat on the cold side of the room, so it was not uncommon for me to wear my jacket to class. Well, my jacket had an inside pocket. I tucked that soup on the inside pocket there, on the like on the in the chest area. And we we went to class. He's like, "What are you gonna do to get us out of this test?" He's like, "I'm gonna fake being sick. I'm gonna puke. You eat one of these fucking carrots or potatoes out of the soup, and I guarantee you, we won't be taking a test." He's like, "All right." So we get to class, teachers like handing out our test papers and everything. There's like essay parts involved and shit. I was just like, you know, right before class, I splashed some water on my face to make it look like I was out cold sweats and shit. I'm sitting there at my desk and I just start fake heaving. And I kind of had my head down and I'm like, oh, and then I just, the angle that I was sitting, I kind of turned and I poured that soup out from inside of my coat halfway on the desk and the other part in the floor so it got a good splatter going on and then my buddy's like oh man that potato still looks good and he grabbed it and ate it and like three people were out there just fucking just yacked everywhere we didn't take that test we did not take that test i assume you would have been one of those people just puking Oh, yeah, likely, very likely. Or I would have walked away a long time ago gagging all the way to a, to a toilet, to a bathroom, to, to a trash can. So here's hey, the thing, I, I, genuinely, I genuinely really, really hate puking because it hurts so bad. I like people go like, oh, pu- puking makes me feel great, and I, like, my stomach feels better. No, 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 it hurts. Like, it makes my fucking abs feel like I just did a thousand crunchies. My stomach is burning for, like, the whole rest of the day, and my esophagus feels like sandpaper just went through it. It hurts like a motherfucker, so I avoid puking as much as possible. And um, I I, I love the way I feel afterwards, though, because I genuinely, usually 90% of the time, unless I'm, like, like sick, sick with, like, a virus or something, unless it's that, I I, usually feel so much better after. It's like, yeah, that was a good puke. I wish I could. I genuinely wish I could, but I, I've never had that elation from puking. I've always just been in a miserable pain afterwards. 
Like there's there is a small, 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 small benefit of uh um like if I'm really, really sick and my stomach is just completely out of sorts and I can't I can't even fucking con- concentrate because it's that that in my in that much pain and then I puke and then that pain's gone, I still have to deal with the other pains I talked about. Mm. So it, it sucks. Like I, I genuinely hate puking. But that being said, um I uh I do get why people in a, in a sense enjoy it. I don't know that you actually fully enjoy puking, but you get my point. Um Oh, the act of sucks. I'm talking about the feeling afterwards. It's like, okay. No, I know. I know that's what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about that too. Like my afterwards is an, is an, is pain. So that's all I'm getting at. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have been the one that tried to like walk away as fast as humanly possible and just keep walking until my brain cleared from it and I wasn't gagging anymore. <laughs> oh my God. I hate it. I hate I hate gagging. Gagging hurts too. Gagging doesn't hurt everything as much as it just hurts my stomach. But holy lord. Holy <laughs> lord. Anyway, we should change subjects before, you know, puke on this mic. Yeah. If anybody's fucking left listening now. Yeah, well, congratulations. Um hey, if you ever need to get out of something, put you a Ziploc baggie of fucking some Campbell's chunky. Oh, keep God. it close. Keep it close. How's, oh, you're the worst. Fake yak. Um, Fake yak. Ugh. Anyway. Make sure you get a good splatter. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just the worst. Um, <laughs> I really am. So, uh, um. uh, I wanted to... By the way, folks, we're not going to be doing the uh, headline game this week. Uh, Josh has been insanely busy. Um, and incredibly insanely busy. I apologize. Uh, we record on Wednesdays. Usually we recorded last week's episode on Wednesday, but I've got a commission that I've been working on big diorama project that I had to have done by Wednesday of this week. And some of the parts that I needed didn't get here until very, very late in the timeline. So basically, I had seven days to get this thing done. And from after we recorded Wednesday, before and after we recorded Wednesday, uh, about nine or ten hours Thursday, good eight, nine hours Friday, eight, nine hours, ten hours Saturday, I worked on that thing. And then I couldn't work on it for almost 48 hours because of curing times for certain things like sculpt a mold uh so yeah i've got just a couple of fine details left now like just install some magnets to uh help with the stability because it's in sections and i'm done uh which is great because you know i'm done a day early but because i was so busy doing that and because i'm also part of another show I totally fell behind in the editing of our regular show uh, and didn't get it posted until Monday because I'm terrible at time management, apparently. <laughs> not not really so much that. It was just I was so stressed about getting that done. Uh, I just 
everything fell to the wayside so I could get it done because we're going out of town Thursday. But yeah, it's it's done now. I can breathe a sour relief. We're recording this on Tuesday, so I can edit it tomorrow morning and have it scheduled to publish on its normal Friday time slot. But yeah, that was all on me, and I apologize. But yeah, I've been insanely busy. Um. Well, that's and 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 that's one of the reasons why we're doing. You know, a movie and a short series because, you know, not a whole lot of time. Yeah, but, uh, I've, I've still not gotten to watch either yet either, so I'll have to do that when I get back. Unless I can, you know, watch something tomorrow. I'm going to, I want to try to get it done as fast as possible this week so that way I have more time, like maybe Sunday or something like that, to, to watch one of the shows that I know I need to watch, like Better Call Saul and shit like that, but, or catch up on Demon Slayer. I don't know. One of the two. Anyway. Um, Wanted to talk about real quick, uh, Josh and I on Thursday and Saturday, and some of Sunday actually, we yeah. played uh, we played the new Jackbox Party Pack. And this was like late at night for me, like 10 p.m. to like 1 a.m. Those, that's when we played because, you know, I'd been working on Diorama for a lot of hours those days and I needed the mental break. Right. Oh, oh speaking of late at night, sorry. Um. The, uh, Late at night, it's like ten to midnight here for me. So, you know, it's so almost kinda, nine p.m. for you. Well, I also been up since six. So there's that. Um, I've been up since five. Oh my god! It's always a competition. Will I have? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I did have about a forty five minute nap. There you go. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, I did not have that, and I had to. All right. To- physically work um to walk into stores and then i have to walk up to people's houses josh it's exhausting okay anyway fucking talking i wanted to to kind of run down gift of two legs look at you you arrogant fuck well maybe uh (laughs) maybe don't get a staph infection next time um oh well it was the flesh-eating bacteria that did me in well you wouldn't have got the flesh-eating bacteria had you not got the staph infection so Tomato, tomato. More like tomato parasite, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, Potato padildo. It's one of my favorite jokes from Archer. I've never watched Torture, but I hear it's great. Uh, Archer and Lana are looking at like a consulate who was murdered, and he was murdered by choking on a dildo. And uh, she goes, "Um, now we have to report his unseemly death and he goes he says uh, dildo-y death and she goes she she's just like um try to have some respect and he goes huh potato padildo fucking I love that show anyway getting off track here um so Josh what would you say is easily the best game in the pack by the way for anyone that doesn't know Jackbox Party Pack makes a, a yearly series of of like games you can play via your phone i learned on very quickly when they started releasing these games with starting with fibbage back in like 2015 that if you stream the game your friends who live nowhere near you can play via their phone as well streamers started picking up on this very quickly Mm -hmm. and then jackbox was like oh shit streamers are playing our game with people that aren't even in the same room as them why don't we add streamer friendly options which was really cool yeah um 
So I've watched and, their. Oh my god, are they a lot of fun? Um, if you don't know the company, the company is Jellyvision, or was sorry, was Jellyvision. Now they just call themselves Jackbox Games. Um, I thought they were Binge Pop now. No, Binge Pipe is just is the fake Netflix uh, company that um, the. Okay, my mistake. Yeah. Uh, I just play the games. I don't know all their history. <laughs> if you've ever played a game on the PC a long ass time ago, that also went to PS2 and subsequent consoles called You Don't Know Jack. That's mm-hmm. this company. They also made a like like a Wheel of Fortune game and some other games here and there, but that was their primary source of like their own thing. So they brought so they did a game called Fibbage, which is basically like trying to come up with a lie that seems real to get people yeah. voting on for it as as a fact. So like a, a, a factoid will come up on the screen, one piece of it is missing, you put in a fib that you know is a fib, um, and then you'll look at everyone else's fibs that's mixed in with the truth and try to discern which one's the truth. Um you get points for everyone that you fool. You get points for guessing the proper truth. And, yeah, that's a lot of fun. In fact, they've done, what, three fibbages now? And the last one they did, like... Four if you count little... XL? Oh, okay. But the Enough About You is just awesome. Yeah, so Enough About You was a little addition where everyone gets a question they have to answer honestly, and then everyone else tries to uh tries to come up with a lie that like it basically the game just becomes regular fibbage it's it's fantastic but they've just released the sixth pack the way these packs work is it's a series of small games that they've come up with some are hits some are misses some are really bad misses mm-hmm. um some are like knock out the fucking park hits like party pack three had a game called Piplash. Mm-hmm. And the idea of Quiplash is that everybody on their phone will get two prompts that they have to come up with a quip for, and then and then once those quips are on screen, they're paired together, like one one versus the other, and everyone votes on which one they think is the funniest. It is genuinely speaking supposed to be a comedy game, but because it gives it's basically like, hey, do you like that card do you like that game Cards Against Humanity? Well, what if you had you were given the option to write whatever the fuck you wanted instead of picking a another card that they made that's what quiplash is and it just works so well yeah but it's also not as crude um well it it can be that's that's what's great about it can be but it's not by default no not by default um that's why i was i was using card against humanity because apples to apples is just a word (laughs) instead of like a phrase so yeah tomato Um, parasite all right anyway uh, they also had a game called uh, TKO that was really, really popular for a hot minute where... Oh, man, that one was really fun. <laughs> uh, you were given an option. You you get to draw three... Everyone gets to draw three pictures on their phone. You just draw whatever the hell you want. Complete freedom. Then everyone writes down as many phrases or words or sayings or gibberish, whatever they want, as much of it as they can. Then the game randomly, like, from a hat, pulls four phrases and three pictures and gives those to you on your phone. Your job is then to take one picture and one phrase and create a quote-unquote t-shirt out of it. Then these t-shirts are paired against each other, and the winning t-shirt goes on to the final round. Uh, By the end, there will be four four shirts that have won, and um, usually four shirts. And yeah. you get to uh, 
choose um, the overall winner of the yeah. game. And what made this game so absolutely popular among streamers, amongst people playing it, was that you could actually go and buy the shirt yes. in real life. And that and actually happened fact, a few times so, when I started playing yeah. it. Yeah, some of the some of the drawings and phrases I did were actually paired up together, and I know one of our friends that we play with, Jason, actually bought a design that was a shirt based on my drawing and phrase. Yeah, um, yeah. Our friend Trombon, um, she oh, uh, she's a wonderful artist. Yeah, and she was just drawing like quick little cats and whatnot. They looked fantastic, but they were always paired with like the most juvenile sayings that just made it extremely funny and like there was one where like three of that shirt were bought yeah um but yeah but every other pack after that has had like okay games um i see streamers all the time like throwing up jackbox party pack three and then playing quiplash and playing murder trivia party and playing tko mm-hmm. people love those that. were three really solid from that pack yeah, yeah. Um, what were then, the other two games on that pack? I don't. Uh, there was there was uh, faking it, which was basically like six players have to raise yeah. hands or make a face or something like that. That so that's something that you have to be in the room together to play. It does not work on stream. Faking it is fantastic. If um, it, it, like outside of the stream, like I genuinely really enjoy that game. Um. But if you're the only person on camera and the other five people play and aren't, it's impossible to play. Right, right. I was going to say, like, the game the game doesn't work on stream, period. But uh, what was the other game? Oh, it was uh, uh, Gespionage. Was the other oh, game Gespionage is a pretty solid, fun little game, but it's Gesp- not like... Gespionage, Gespionage is fun. Where it becomes more fun or more entertaining is if you have a huge number of people watching, because... Mm-hmm. If you, if you have a small number of people watching, you're just playing with your friends locally, it takes, um, basically like Jackbox went onto their social media and, went, and we're asking people to go to the survey and answer these questions. Then they compiled all of the answers to use in the game. But if you have a huge following of people watching you, or you want to, um, you want to, uh, uh, use your audience in, in, in a different way. It does. It does the um, uh, audience answers. So yeah. let's say you have three thousand people watching, right? And half of them, let's just say a thousand of them, pull out their phone and they're part of the quote unquote audience. Mm-hmm. They will get the question on their phone, and they vote yes or no or whatever the two options are, and then the person playing then has to choose the percentage of the local audience watching. Versus yeah. the global. So that to me was a really clever idea. Um, but then, so that's Party Pack 3, and that was fantastic. Then they came out with, with 4, and 4 was okay. It was okay. It had well, like. We, got, we had Survive the Internet, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, Survive the Internet was fantastic, but. And, and then there was Fibbage. No, that wasn't that Party Pack? Fibbage. Was 5. Fibbage was 5. Fibbage Party 3 pack, was 5. Yeah. Um. My point, the is, internet. Is that, my point is, is that so uh, Party Pack 4 and Party Pack 5 had good games, but nothing on, on what was in, like, nothing on level with what was in 3, in my opinion. Like, those games were so absolutely solid that nothing, nothing could have compared. And, uh, when, 
ever since 3, every time they come up with a new pack, everyone's excited to try out the new games, but we're really hoping that they don't suck. And uh, I, we basically are getting to this point, but we can confirm that the games in Party Pack 5, or sorry, Party Pack 6 don't suck at all. Like, all of them are solid. Very, very, well, except for the one. We only played it once, and it... So, there's a game called Joke Boat in the new Party Pack. And, and that was is, the one you were most excited about, actually. It was, because the premise is really smart. It's basically everyone is it's community-based, building the setup for a joke, and then you get to put in the punchline for a joke on completely on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed this idea because I felt like it was the sort of freedom that I wanted to see. The problem is, is that none of us are really funny. And uh, No, we're funny. Just... We're funny on our own. It's hard to build funny off of some of these awkward prompts that we're given. And we only played it once. We didn't give it much of a chance. Right. And I and I don't I don't personally think that the other prompts were that awkward. I just think that we're not great improvisers. We we if you got a group, I guarantee you this, if you got a group of, of people who were improv like trained where they can just yes and at the at the fucking drop of a hat and make funny at the drop of a hat, um, they would be fucking stellar at the game. But possibly. Uh, I don't yeah, feel like possibly. my audience. I don't feel like you and me are in that category. I mean, we can be funny, but our funny is in a different way entirely. Yeah, we're not improv funny, but we're pretty goddamn funny. I like to think so. Um. So that's the point that I'm getting at. I don't think the game is bad. I just think we're bad at the game. Uh, sounds cruel. I mean, that, mean or whatever, no, no, that's, that's fair. Not everybody's good at everything. No, no, no. Um, this is but this is the other this four is, games in that pack are goddamn amazing. So to run them down, the um, the first game of the pack is a sequel to the the one of the best trivia games I've ever come out with, Murder Trivia Party. If you haven't played trivia the first Murder one, Party, wasn't it? Trivia Murder Party? TMP. Murder trivia? Yes, it is Trivia Murder Party. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I always say it wrong, but whatever. The point gets across. Uh, yeah. Uh, the way this game works, if you haven't played it, is that uh, up to eight players. Let's say there's eight players. Um, you answer trivia questions in a, in a multiple choice uh, situation. Um, if you get it wrong, you have to go play a mini game to determine whether you live or die. If you get it wrong with multiple people, those same people have to play that minigame with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get multiple deaths in one round, but the, the reason that you quote-unquote die, and you're not out of the game, you're just a ghost now. Um, the game is eliminating players to get down to one living player. Once there is one living player left, it goes to a final round, where that one living player has to race to the exit while the ghosts are trying to catch up to him or her, um, they, uh, by, um, answering trivia questions in a different fashion. So normally trivia questions are a question and then multiple choice or like you just give an answer. These are different. So these are categorized. So it'll say like planets and planets in Star Wars and it'll be like Tatooine, Vulcan, Dagobah, right? You only want to click on the ones that are from Star Wars and not the one from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, if and none of them are... 
you don't click on any of them. If all of them are, you click on all of them. But but the other thing, too, is the person who's alive and trying to escape only gets two options, so they can only get move forward two spaces. The ghosts on their ass get three options, and they have the potential to move up three spaces with each answer. What, yeah, what makes this so much fun is that it, it, it really makes the end of the game more entertaining. Um, Especially now, since they added the mechanic, you have to get the last question in order to escape. To break through this barrier, you have to answer the entire question correctly. Exactly. Exactly. It's... it's uh, it, it's it's awesome in that fact. Like, I I absolutely adore it, and uh, the sequel just brings new games, new um, new mini games to the to the table, and uh, it's just fun. I just really I really dig it. I really enjoy it, and I'm glad that it's that it's there. But uh, the next game on the pack is um, Role Models. Oh man, Role Models is fantastic. Here's the problem: this is a game you want to play with people you know. You don't have to be in the same room, but if you don't know the people you're playing with, it's very hard to play. We learned that literally yesterday. Uh, yeah, yes, Sunday. Yesterday? Sunday. Because we, we played it Thursday, we played it Saturday, and then Sunday when we tried it, we had a bunch of people in there that we didn't know, whereas the first two days we did know the people. And those games that we played when our friends were in there with us, we were laughing our asses off. We're having the greatest time. And when we were playing with people that we didn't know, that game fell flat as fuck. Right. It was just like, mm-mm. What makes the game so much fun is that it's it's a bit of a silly game. There isn't a win or lose scenario per se. Like, they do have a scoring system, and you can quote-unquote win. Um, I don't really give a shit about it, because where the game shines is um, having categories come up that say, like, Star Wars characters, and then it's just a random assortment of six Star Wars characters, and you're supposed to choose who, uh, which who of your friends the... ties to each Star Wars character that's that's given. Mm-hmm. Or it'll have like emotions, or it'll have um, events in history. Uh, Anything really? Yeah, the 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 fucking list goes on and on. But the idea is that. Everyone then votes, like, they then place who they think belongs where, and and then the next round is, like, it reveals everything. And there's three rounds, and everyone gets a roll at the end of the round that you can't really see. You're just like, well, I was given Chewbacca, I guess. Um, And then at the the end of the game, once three rounds are given, everyone's given a title that's really fucking silly. Uh, But it's fun. It's really, really fun. It's funny. Um... It's a lot funnier than Greg just described, trust me. It is, it is. It's, it's a lot of just, like, everyone going, well, how the fuck does that tie to me? And shit like that. And it's just, like, you're laughing because you're like, well, you do kind of do this, and that fits you. And you're just like, hi, fuck you. Yeah, so, it, it's pretty much. Although, it's, just, uh, it's really funny. Being, being a son, Chewbacca, you know, that's not a bad thing. I know my man Matt Hurd, big shout out to him. He loves Chewbacca. It's his favorite Star Wars character. And uh, actually, just to interject for a moment, he commented on our Facebook page yesterday uh, because when we were talking about how we were going to handle reviewing things on Disney Plus, 
He said maybe do it after a half season and then do a full season review at the end, or maybe do a five second segment like a week a recap each week. And I like the five the five second five minute segment recap each week of like the latest episode, and so I, I like that idea. Yeah, I did see that, and I I was like I was sitting there thinking like. That would be really fun if we, as we're watching Mandalorian, because that'll be the first one, so I'm just using an example. Oh, like, yeah. A- after after the first episode, and we record the next episode of this show, we talk about episode one, and then we're like, so if you had to give it a score right now, where would it be? Like, where would you place it? And then every week, we change the score up or down based on how much okay. we like where the season's going. We'll grade each episode and then average the grades of the entire season at the end. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we'll spend like five minutes on each episode, at least, give or take. Okay. Each, and I, I think like that'll that. be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that'll be a bad idea at all. Anyway, uh, back to the party pack. So the next one, the next game is... Um, Dictionarium? No. Or Joke Boat? Joke Boat. Joke Boat's yeah, the third one. Uh, we already explained that one. The next one's Dictionarium, which is a lot of fucking fun. It's basically creating, mm-hmm. de- creating definitions for a fake word or a fake phrase, slang. Um, and then after the, after everyone comes up with a definition, everyone chooses that definition as the, as that is what ties to that word. And then everyone comes up with a synonym for it, for the word. And then everyone comes up with a sentence that ties the synonym word into it. And that may not sound hilarious, but trust me, it is. Um, oh my God! Uh, when our sides have been hurting with laughter from some of the shit we came up with, it really is a lot of fun. And it's really this is the type of game that you definitely want to play with people you know. Uh, but you don't have to, but I think it's just more fun anytime when you play these games when it involves people you know. Um, the last game, which we've kind of been holding off on. Because this one, which we thought would be the least fun game in the pack, turned out to be the most fucking fun game in the pack. Absolutely. And Absolutely. arguably one of the funnest games they've ever done. Uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely say arguably, because I'm sure that some people don't like it. Um, but for us, it's, uh, if you've ever played Mafia, Resistance, Werewolf, uh, any game where one player or like a couple players, maybe in the full group are, um, undercover, uh, in a, in a sense, that's basically what this game is. Um, so it's called Push the Button. The idea is that amongst all the humans, there's an alien, aliens, depending on how many players you have. Yeah, and the the human crew is traveling through hyperspace and they're in crowd asleep and they're alerted and say, oh, aliens have infiltrated and are among you. You've got X amount of time to figure out who they are. Right. So, so the jobs of the humans is to place every round, it'll choose one player to be the captain. The captain then has to place a number of uh, uh, players um, in these tests in order to discern who might be the alien. Now, the way that that works ultimately is that the prompts that the humans get are the normal prompts. 
the aliens will always get a slightly off prompt. Uh, or prompt, sorry. Um, so, for example, the example that they give on the site is the humans get one that says, draw a happy couple. But the alien gets one that says, draw an old married couple. So that might, that might, there might be something in those two drawings that is going to make it a little different. Um, there's the, my, one of my favorites is the uh, opinion one where it, it, there's, there's four options. There's strongly agree, str- uh, slightly agree, slightly disagree, or strongly disagree. The aliens get nothing. The humans get like, how do you feel about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Um, the alien gets nothing. They just get the four, the four answers. That's all they get. So the if you're an alien and you answer weird, you have to pretend you actually believe that. Um, and I've had to do that like once or twice, and it's so much fucking fun, so mm-hmm. much fun to try to like betray and and deceit. And the aliens also have hacks, so they can hack themselves to get a human prompt, or they can hack an, a human to uh, give them an alien prompt. Yeah. Um, there's two strategies in this, which is clever, that if you are the alien and you have to answer an alien prompt, you can just start saying that you were hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, because humans, I'm concerned, as far as I noticed, love yelling that they were hacked. <laughs> like, the second that they're hacked, they're just like, I was hacked. That's not the one I got. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I started thinking, like, well, what if an alien does that? And I did that one round and it totally fucking worked. Josh is the only one that suspected yep. me. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's so much fucking fun. I have not had that much fun in a game in a long oh time. Oh my god! Well, like the first ten, fifteen times we played it, I was a human every damn time, and I just got uh, people be suspicious of me. Like, oh, I think you're an alien. I think no, not an alien. I'd tell you if I were. And I kept saying that every game. I was like, I don't lie. I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you if I am, but no, I am not an alien. And then the first time I was an alien, I totally fucking lied to everybody and fucking killed them all. And I think it was me and you when we were paired up, and it was just the fucking funniest shit. Because as an alien, you see who your alien counterparts are. We we kind of, I guess we did cheat a little. Where we were in voice chat. Not really, because I didn't see your attempts to cheat until after I had already done what you were wanting me to do. We also didn't communicate nearly as much as I was hoping for, but um, yeah, that was. Well, really we had funny. to keep it convincing. What was so funny about that was we were so not suspected, like at all. You were. I wasn't. Well, who suspected me? Because Valer didn't. It wasn't Valer. Um, was it Remler? swimming or was it swimming? Yeah. No, swimming kept saying it was Valer, like over and over and yeah. over. Yeah, but Remley suspected you. Uh, guys, here's the thing. Um, oh, I'm, God. Uh, I'm going to be uploading um, our gameplay footage of playing these different games on either the Mission Start site or the... Um, uh, or the, 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 my personal page. One of the two. It doesn't matter. When they go up, go check them out. I promise you they are very funny. Um, Especially that one five-second game that I had when Remily was like, I'm the alien. Where am I? I was like, fuck it. Let's throw him out the airlock right now. And I pushed a button at the start, and we threw him out, and he was. He's like, you sons of bitches. That was so funny. That shit was the best. Um, 
but yeah, I want everyone to go check that out. It's so much fun, but Josh and I do plan on doing more. We plan on streaming the hell out of this game. So guys, please go follow me on Twitch at ChubRockGeek. Uh, come yeah. play with us with this game. It, come, it supports up to 10 players. Um, and we're mm-hmm. more than happy to let friends in our voice chat. If we know yep. you in any way, shape, or form, like 100% you can join us and then we can have a more entertaining session because I'll, I'll be able, we'll be able to communicate. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We haven't had this much fun on a party pack game since party pack three. And I also like how Twitch has changed their, their, um, like it's like a two second delay now. Yeah. It used to be like a 15 second delay, like 10 I'll, to I'll, 15. I'll get the code on screen and I'll put it in my phone and people are joining immediately after I join. Like, mm-hmm. It's like a second later. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I put it in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and not very many trolls at all in this past. So far, so far, we've only had the one. It's nuts. It's nuts. I'm having so much fun with it. But guys, you can definitely join us. It's it's, it's a good time. Um, that being said, we're going to move on to one last thing. Because uh, I figure next week, Josh, when we do our regular show... Um, You'll be able to talk about your trip, so. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm going on a trip, but yeah, this this we finally got confirmation of when it was going to ha- happen, and I guess the reason why it aired when it did was because it was uh, Carrie Fisher's birthday, yeah. and this was her final uh, film appearance. Uh, which is really really touching when you think about why like uh her first movie or the movie that, was, that got her career going was this one was star wars yeah, yeah. made her a household name but anyway we, yeah, mean, we got we got the final trailer to uh um episode nine the rise, rise of skywalker rise of skywalker i was like what was the subtitle uh, I think my, my problem is is that again, and we we've discussed this ad nauseum, is that the the uh, the the strong dislike on the internet for uh, Last Jedi is is very frustrating. Yeah, well, it's also very minuscule. It's a vocal minority. True. It's just the loud the the loudest voices are always the ones that are heard. I think, you know. the, like, one of the funniest things that I saw on Twitter right after the tickets went on sale was, like, they broke broken records, just left and right. And yeah. uh, um, <laughs> this girl on Twitter goes, huh, so much for those uh, boycotts, huh? Yep. Fuck your dumb boycotts. This shit's not broken. The shit's not dead. I watched that trailer, and I fucking got tears in my eyes. I uh, definitely... That, that, I definitely cheered up at at at, at C three PO because I have had this argument for a long, long time that this story may be about the Skywalkers, but um, the well, main... it's always been presented from the perspective of the droids, right? Right. I mean, so, Lucas himself said that years and years ago. Yeah. So if if this is the quote unquote death of C three PO and R two D two, then that would be. Oh my god! And I absolutely think it. it. I absolutely think that's what it is going to be. Uh, I think that's right before uh, an imminent self-destruct. 
Yeah. Maybe. Something that he has no control over. He he can't stop it. Right, right, right. It, and it could be that line may not even be in the movie. That could be just yeah. something that's been redubbed over that scene because we, the character doesn't have a moving mouth. Right. We have to. We absolutely have to take everything we see with a grain of salt in these trailers. Because that's the thing is that when Nintendo started... Uh, Nintendo. Jesus Christ, Greg. When Disney started doing their own trailers... um and not hiring some ad agency to do it. These, these ads have been completely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intentionally disingenuous. Yeah. There's misdirection applied. Yeah. They're making you look over here, but they're really doing something over there. And in a lot of cases, showing you things that aren't true at all. Like, if you think back, look at the first big trailer we got for Infinity War. Right. We saw the Incredible Hulk in Wakanda in that big final battle scene. Well, guess who wasn't in that at all? Incredible Hulk. Right. There's there's Bruce Banner fighting in the Hulkbuster armor. Also, them running in that shot, they weren't in the middle of a forest. It was the Mm -hmm. open field. Yep. Uh... There's a lot of shots from Endgame that are also the same. Like, uh, there's characters intentionally taken out of that shot where they're walking across the Avengers uh, area. The Avengers walk- compound yeah. before they enter the quantum realm. Yep. There's a bunch of little things here and there that's like just not in the film or were, were intentionally left out. I just it's crazy. So I keep telling people like who are excited about. It, I was like, it's, I'm excited. You're excited. I'm excited as well. Like I can't wait to fucking see it. I was gonna see it regardless. But mm-hmm. you have to understand, like, don't take anything you see literally. It could be a complete misdirection, which it likely is. But, dude, regardless, this trailer has gotten me so hyped and pumped for this movie, which I already was. Right. But. It's given me so much more than I expected, like in terms of anticipation and how excited I am. I'm just, my theater that I'm going to go see it at, you can't get tickets yet because they don't go through, they don't go through Fandango uh, or Regal. Um, Yeah, yeah. They are, uh, it's an awesome, amazing theater. Uh, you know, it's only been open. The The first movie I saw there was The Force Awakens, and it had only been open about three weeks. So it's a state-of-the-art facility. It's got an amazing sound system, but it's not one of the larger film chains. So as a result... I can't pre-order tickets until about two weeks out. But, yeah, I'm I'm fucking pumped. I will be I there mean, opening day at the earliest possible showing. That's the thing is I'm I'm always like excited for Star Wars. I I can't wait for Jedi Jedi uh, Fallen Order. I can't wait for Mandalorian. I can't wait for this movie. Like I'm fucking stoked that we're getting three supposedly stellar fucking star wars things this year and and 
Yeah, in a video game series, first ever live action TV series, and the final Skywalker saga film. I mean, very good time to be a Star Wars fan. All within a six week period. Yeah, yeah, like it's. I think uh, the game comes out at the beginning of November. Mandalorian, Mandalorian comes out in the middle of November, and then the movie comes out close to Christmas. Yeah, December twentieth, actually. Twentieth, okay. That's what I thought it yeah. was. And uh, you know what? I might actually, I might actually be seeing it in Maryland. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't talk about it right now. I can talk about it off air, but there's a possibility that I might be seeing it there. But yeah, um, huge man. It just. The the shots that you see, you know, there were some just holy shit moments in that. And then there were moments that just like, just hit you so hard. Like, I've known these characters my entire life. Um, I've seen every one of them in the theater. In order. Um, so, this is a big deal for me. You know, it's also one of my absolute most favorite franchises ever. So, it's a huge deal for me. I mean, I And I don't have a problem with the shit that they've been doing. I quite literally have a tattoo, so there's that. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm not... I lost my leg in a lightsaber battle, so top that one. It wasn't meant to sound like a competition thing. It was meant to sound like I'm on the same boat with you because I've inked my skin. Yeah, well. No, I I completely agree. Like, yes, you're (laughs) older than me. Um, And and and, uh, Return of the Jedi came out before I was... No, right after I was born. No, right before... Uh, it's May of eighty three. So right after. Uh yeah. Like you were a month old, literally. Right. Uh so I understand that like somebody your age might have a stronger or not stronger, but like a different strong attachment to it. For me, um, I didn't get into sci fi until like the mid to late nineties, and it was right around the time that they were re releasing like George Lucas is like, let's add all this CGI into the original films and re-release them in theaters. And, uh, and I was watching them that way the first time ever. And then you I know, went back and for the most movie. for the most part, I was fine with most of the changes he made. Like Empire, there was one thing that I wish he hadn't changed. Like, you know, I wish they hadn't changed Boba Fett's original voice, which that didn't come until after the prequels, actually. Um, but there was that one scene where they, uh, where Vader after, uh, he's had the, uh, lightsaber battle with Luke and he runs into his stormtroopers. He just says, bring my shuttle, you know, I think uh, the only, they changed the line there to let my personal star destroyer that my imminent arrival. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think oh. the thing for me, it's not so much those changes that I think are bad per se. It's more to the fact that 
the CGI that was added did not age well. Well, the Jabba CGI is absolutely terrible. Um, at the time, and, it worked really. At the time, it was awesome. But now, no, that Jabba never looked good. Even then, I was like, that Jabba looks like shit. Uh, fair enough. I might, it um, might be rose colored glasses that I was that I'm remembering it in, but the the whole Han magically shifting his head like twelve millimeters to the right <laughs> and waiting until after the tiniest blaster bolt ever barely missed his weirdly moving phasing out of fucking existence and back head. You know, Han shot first, plain and fucking simple. And guess what? At the end of Solo, what did Han do? He shot first. Fuck it. Um, you know, because here's the thing. Greedo never shot. Uh, but that was the other big thing that I hated. The, and and the um, at the very end of Jedi, when Palpatine's doing the Force Lightning on Luke, and Vader's like, no. No! You know, like that, picks him up and throws him over. I didn't like that. But that's it. The rest of the changes, I was like, I like these little tweaks. You know, they're they're cool. Some of the stuff looked really good. I just, I, I mean, I, I personally truly feel, and I, I won't go back on this, that the best way to enjoy the original trilogy is the way it was made back then. Like, maybe I slightly agree. enhanced. Slightly enhanced uh, for- I 100% agree. But, you know, those changes weren't necessary, but with the exception of those little things that I mentioned, I don't mind them. Right. Well, I think my point is, is that, like, I think Star Wars, for as long as I can remember, and I'm uh, that is not entirely true, but for a long time now, has gotten kind of a bad rap, because I think people don't want to take out the good of the prequels. They just want to look at all the bad. And there's a good story uh, for the long For the longest time, it was hard for me to do. I understand that. They're not good movies. Like, the problem is, is that George Lucas, as I've said time and time again, is a great, war, like, lore builder. And that's as far as I goes. Yep. Yep. Um, he was terrible at writing dialogue, and he was terrible at directing. Yep. Uh, you know, and he always prided himself on his editing. Well... Come on, George. If it weren't for your ex-wife, that original edit of Star Wars would have never gotten us anything else. Yep. It, it, yeah, um, absolutely. And I, I tell people this time and time and time again that the original Star Wars was only a success in theaters and did as well as it did was because he, he pioneered. Admittedly, he I mean, he really did push for, for special effects to be the way that they were. Yeah. Um. As a matter of fact, in an interview here very recently, he was like he didn't he doesn't really like the new the new trilogy because he doesn't feel like they're pushing boundaries with visual visual effects. Oh, too and bad. And I'm just like I'm just like you don't need to. You don't now. Well, that that and you don't own it anymore. He was also butt hurt because they didn't use his story treatments when they bought the franchise from yeah, him. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but. I'm like, sorry, dude, you made $4.6 billion. You donated a shitload to charity, which did a lot of good for a lot of people. But uh, right now, 
I understand you're like, this was my baby, and what have they done to it? But I read what you wanted to do with the fucking microverse and midi chlorians. Fuck no. <laughs> I uh, I have seen every release of Star Wars in the theaters after 1983, and I have to specify that very because I was born then. But um, whenever it had a re-release in theaters for in the 90s, I I I saw it. And, yeah, me too. Uh, um, I'll. I'll- Good. One of the things that was really cool, I was one of the first 50 people in line for Return of the Jedi, the special edition re-release. So I was given that uh, carded Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight Power of the Force figure, and he had the gray tunic underneath because the regular retail release was just an all-black tunic. So, yeah, I had that. It It was pretty fucking awesome. One of my best memories when it comes to Star Wars at the theater was uh, this was for um, Revenge of the Sith. And there was a huge line of people waiting to see it, obviously, because it's Star Wars. And uh, I was with my buddy. I was with a couple of friends and I had brought in the uh, all the questions brought in. I had brought all the questions from uh, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. And I was just going to start reading questions out. Right? I had gathered everyone <laughs> around me nerd. to play. That's awesome. I love it, you fucking nerd. I love it. Have we met? Because, yeah. Yeah, we have. Huge fucking nerd over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like, people were just like, oh my god, he's got trivia questions? Fuck yeah, let's do this. And like, for a, a few hours, I was just reading trivia questions and... Uh, I don't remember how we started giving out points. We started giving out points to certain people, and it just became it just became a thing. And I'll never forget it. It was so much fun. But yeah, I'm 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 really really excited to see how this trilogy is going to end. I mean, uh, you know, like a lot of people, the vocal minority, as you said, that quote unquote hates Last Jedi. Every time I I uh, one of them talks or one of them speaks about what they don't like about it. It's very much in the ballpark of, like, I heard a guy on stream the other day talking about how he didn't like it. And he's like, I've watched a ton, like, I, I hear people all the time argue against me and say that they liked it and why they liked it. And he goes, and here's the thing. I've enjoyed a thousand things that are sci-fi that are, they, they challenge how you think and they challenge the, the, the thoughts that you have about sci- sci-fi and um, they're, you know, they're, they're thinky films and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, I just don't think star Wars needs to be that. I'm like, what, in what world are you just okay with star Wars being plain Jane? Like, like every, everything that has ever come out for it. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, doesn't star Wars deserve to evolve? Mm-hmm. Just fucking killed me. I was like, how, how, how can you think that legitimately and be okay with yourself? Like, then again, this is the same guy who was demeaning, you know, the Call of Duty franchise for changing the formula and trying to do new things and then going back to like World War Two and back to modern warfare and he's praising that and I'm just like, okay. So I Some guess Some people can handle change. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, I just want to talk about that briefly. We should wrap up this podcast because it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, we've been going an hour and seven minutes. Uh, uh, 
Well, guys, we will be back next week with uh, another episode of All Cued Up, where Josh and I are going to talk about the movie Fractured and the 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 mini series. I don't know if it's a mini series or if it's an actual like it's going to be a, a, a seasonal type of show, but it's called Raising Dion. Um, both look very interesting. Uh, both are short, so go check those out. Um, we also reviewed three things last week, including the Breaking Bad movie. Uh, uh, El Camino and Big Mouth season three, so go check out those reviews. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, Josh, where can they find you online? Uh, well, under my regular name on Facebook, it's a public profile. Uh, if you wish to follow me, you can. All my social media links are there for Instagram, uh, Twitter, etc. And not only here on this podcast with you, but every other Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, you can catch me on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on a show called Figabangin', which is a live uh, action figure review show. It's usually a Transformer-based thing. Uh, And also, every Friday night around 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, on the same channel, Realm of Collectors, on YouTube, uh, you can catch me on a show called MPSP Theater, where my friends and I discuss the various news topics in the world of comics, movies, television, uh, you know, sometimes wrestling. Uh, we, we're all over the place, but, you know, we it's all entertainment based and it's a lot of fun no show this week because all of us will be in uh resting right outside of washington dc for the international realm of collectors meetup at tfcon 2019 that's me so if you're there at the show and you heard this today come say hi uh but that's me where the where can they find you greg uh, you can find me on all social medias under Chub Rock Geek. Uh, it's pretty simple and easy. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, or sorry, Twitch at Chub Rock Geek as well, which is where Josh and I will be doing Jackbox Party Pack streams. Um, and we highly encourage you guys to come out and hang out and, and, and play at least uh, push the button. Uh, we probably won't be going uh, live again until like next week sometime. I might do a stream without josh i don't know i i mean uh you i mean you can have fun it's 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 honestly it's honestly about how many people i can get because let's be honest the sunday stream was low low population it Um, was it was we had a lot of people in there we didn't recognize and which is fine i don't i don't mind new people but no uh, no it's just a lot more fun with friends for sure yeah absolutely um but yeah definitely do that and uh yeah, it's about it for right now, guys. Again, I will be uploading the videos from our playthroughs of that stuff on um, one of the various websites. So follow me on social media, and I'll, and I'll be, you know, throwing those out, saying, "Hey, watch this." Uh, other than that, yeah, guys, we will see you next week again. Raising Dion, fractured. Go watch those on Netflix, uh, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody.